Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. I'm gonna start. Alright. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran Baker. Baby mom, millennial, co-host to the Review Crew. Hey, y'all. It's Emma. Um, I'm getting fertility treatments and i'm a teacher and that's all you need to know about me i guess i live in new york sums it all up what other what other qualities do you have i am a cool i think that's perfect yeah yes i think yeah i feel like that is that's definitely critical in how you should introduce yourself definitely i'm really yeah i wish i had come up with a better intro and i'm regretting everything but it's fine no, you did. You did perfect. You did perfect, and it's gonna be perfect. Um, how are you? How how is how is it going? I'm good. I'm actually in a really good mood today. No, I wouldn't say really good, but I'm in a good mood today. I would say solid good mood. I also was just gonna say like this is the review crew, guys. Welcome. We review things in our <laughs> life. Just to go back to the intro. Uh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> forgot. No, that it wasn't necessary. It wasn't necessary, mm-hmm. but like if someone's picking up the podcast for the first time at this episode, um, welcome. We review things in our lives, and that's it. All right, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really good in our lives around the world, you know, we're we're no limits. Don't limit us, you know. We can we can review anything. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Oh God, How, uh, what's your mood? <laughs> um, I don't know. Mostly good. We just moved, so I'm having big move energy. Mm-hmm. Um, Sylvia also had some big move energy today, meaning that she did poop two times. Okay. <laughs> where where are we starting back? We're off we're off to a great start. Um, you were saying you had big move energy Sylvia pooped twice and I rudely interrupted to make it really gross and I'm sorry listeners no it's fine totally fine all right well enjoy cutting that Uh (laughs) okay um yeah yeah so I'm just like very tired but I'm feeling pretty good today feeling pretty good and I'm ready to review so many things related to moving because it's been a whole it's been a whole ordeal it always is. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Do you want me to start us off since I came in just raring to go with my, Please do. my moving situation? Please. Okay. I would like to start off. I want to like keep it. I want to keep it positive, you know? And so I want to start yeah. out with a perfect 10 out of 10 review, which is I'd like to review moving into somewhere that is bigger than where you are currently living. Especially bigger by a significant amount. That is a 10 out of 10 experience. Because we are now, we went from a one-bedroom apartment, a little apartment, um, to a, like, two-bedroom house with, like, a renovated basement and garage. So, it's, like, we were able to just get our, when, like, we were unloading our U-Haul, we just unloaded it all into the basement. Like, it didn't, and none of it had to go into the house yet. It didn't matter. We could just stack it in a room. Because, like... You don't have to be strategic. There's so much dang space. And that is just like that convenience is unparalleled. I've never experienced such a such a vast upgrade in my quality of life so quickly. It's incredible. Oh, that's so great. That's so great. I didn't even think mm-hmm. of that. 
Yeah, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Less, a little less good is moving into somewhere that has not been, I think neither professionally cleaned nor cleaned recently by even a non-professional. I'm going to rate that a four out of 10 because we were like, oh, we'll move everything into the basement. And then it's just like, we need to clean all of the floors before we do everything because everything is just like covered in dirt and dust like my feet are filthy walking around and the cabinets are a little bit grimy just a lot of a lot of little dirty things around here okay wait i have questions because i'm very Mm. curious about the people who lived in your house before you because you told me that they didn't they had a hookup for a washer and dryer but no washer and dryer and i'm like what people own a big house and don't have a washer and dryer like what's the deal with that well, I'm assuming they just moved their appliances with them. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Can you, like, take your stove yeah. if you want to? Yeah. Yeah. We actually, oh, wow. I definitely, I 100% toured a house that was, like, very cheap. That was fully falling apart and did not come with a stove or a refrigerator. Um, wow. Wow. Or any appliances. You had to provide all your own. For some reason, we decided to not go with that one. It's also, it's, like, yard was made of glass basically Mm. um but yeah i feel like a lot of people will leave washers and dryers just because it's like they're such a pain to move yeah um that most people are willing to sort of like leave that um because it also then adds value to your house and just buy new ones um but if you're attached to your washer dryer you just take that shit with you damn okay i'm learning so much i clearly don't know anything about houses um, that's fine. I mean, that, that's why I'm here to review it because I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning this just this week, basically. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have one that you want to do or should I just keep going oh, through fuck. all my list of reviews? Well, I feel like I should break it up, right? We can't have like moving segment, right? For too long, maybe. Mm-hmm. It'll be a long one. Um. Okay. Well, I was going to review going to the beach, babe, and specifically swimming in the ocean, I would say. Okay. Yes, I got the absolute pleasure of going to the ocean this past weekend. Adrian and I drove down to the Jersey Coast. Highly recommend going to the Jersey Coast. It's so nice. The beaches are pristine. I mean, I can only speak for this, like, one beach that we go to and I've been going to (laughs) my whole life. But it's just... Mm -hmm so freaking nice the water is so swimmable and warm and calm and just swimming in the ocean for me is a pure 10 out of 10 and you know I don't give that out lightly Mm -hmm. Um, and you know I do yeah this particular (laughs) beach (laughs) but I love that about you but um this particular beach called um, LBI Long Beach Island I would rate um 9 out of 10 and the only reason I'm docking one point is because the entire island is run by children. Like, truly what? run by children to the point where Adrian and I would, like, look at each other and just be like, how is this legal? How? Like, it's, like, very <laughs> hard to, like, get lunch there because, like, there's always, like, a million people in line. Like, there's not that many, you know, places on the island. It's, like, a small island. Um, and everything is also being run by an absolute child. Um, which is cute and entertaining, but it also slows things down. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. But everything else about LBI is amazing. The memories for me, the nostalgia, the beaches, um, swimmable. Did you stay? Were you there? Was it a day trip? Was it a weekend trip? 
this was a weekend trip. Luckily, we got to drive down Friday. We stayed until mm-hmm. Monday. And we got to stay at an actual bed and breakfast this time, which Ooh. you and I experienced a bed and breakfast together this summer. Prior yes. to that, I had never had a true bread and breakfast experience where they're, like, giving you a really nice breakfast. Like, that's mm-hmm. such a nice experience in and of itself, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dude. Breakfast. I definitely say F Airbnb, but yes. F in a good way, real B&Bs. I, yeah. Can I, if we say that, I think everyone should know. Choose a real bed and breakfast over Airbnb for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree with that 100%. <laughs> I like saying that as if like no one's ever thought of that before. Um, but that's my <laughs> And also it's like Airbnb is actually really convenient and great for certain things. But just if you haven't experienced the true bed and breakfast, you got to do it. You got to do it. The breakfast is worth the, worth your while. Mm-hmm. The charm. The charm. Although I will say they're typically like more intimate, right? Like like this experience mm-hmm. and the one that we had together this summer was like, you're definitely talking to the host. They're chatting you up. They're like getting mm-hmm. to know you. They're like, yeah. So that part for Adrian and I, who are like very much introverts, is like not the best. But and I would say, as far as my experience goes, they are also are old, and mostly yeah. anyone else staying there is also very old. Yes, yes, definitely. That was definitely the case in this one as well. Mm-hmm. Which is like uh, kind of, which is like enjoyable. Like I enjoy a collection is. of VHS tapes in the place that I'm staying. Yeah, collection of puzzles and board games. There was that. There was this little. They had this little like tea time thing where they would set out under like a glass like dome like little treats and then you could make a tea and have a tea and a brownie oh or something God. yeah i was That's like I so love cute this. 10 out of 10 to tea and brownies hell yeah yeah dude oh man i wish i was back there though it actually guys this vacation came at the right right time because if, if you noticed in the last ep i was sounding a little bit down in the dumps i totally was <laughs> and so this weekend revived me um, hell yeah yeah the that is what like i feel like that's ultimately what the ocean and the beach is for is for total renewal exactly it's a spiritual thing Mm -hmm. yeah if i could transition to something that i found spiritually horrifying do you mind if i if i do a review i'd like to jump in with a review of wiring money um i don't know if you've ever wired money or if you reviewers have ever wired money um but I, it is one of the ways you can pay your down payment on a house. And so my husband and I were trying to do a fat down payment. So I was like, ultimately, I do want to right out the gate say, like, it really is a 7 out of 10. Like, it's still pretty positive because, like, convenience. And, like, the, uh, the alternative is, like, well, I can get out thousands of dollars in cash or a mm-hmm. cashier's check, which is the same as just having cash on me. Or I can wire it and not have to, like, have, like, tens of thousands of dollars in my pocket. So, like, that's good. But it is just, like, pure horror also because, like, when I wired money, the way the timing worked out is I was not able to go to my bank until, uh, like, 2 p.m. And if you're on the West Coast, you cannot wire money if, or anything that you try and wire after 1.30 p.m. It has what? to wait until the next day. Why so it has early? <laughs> Because it well for it has something to do with the processing time and it has to line up with East Coast banks also Wall Street I don't fucking know it doesn't make <laughs> sense this this I have no idea but that has it has something to do with East Coast time so like the fact that it would be four thirty which then would be close to closing time so after one thirty they don't process it 
because they can't do it after East Coast banks have closed, oh of course. Um, I don't totally understand. That's um, but anyways, but that's but that's the rule. So I have until one thirty. So if you do it later, you can you like do all your pa- paperwork, you do whatever you got to do, but it's not actually going to send until the next day. Um, we're sending it to, you know, the title company that we're paying our down payment to. Um, so we like uh, and my husband and I are each wiring money from our bank accounts because we have we have not merged. We don't have a joint account. So we're like each have we each have to go to our bank and wire different amounts. So the next day, so like we submit our thing. I'm like, we're so relieved. We're celebrating. We're getting cheeseburgers. We're feeling good. We're like, we wired our money, paying our down payment. The next day. At 11 a.m., I get a call from the title company saying they've only received the money from my husband's bank. And they have not received oh my, my wire yet. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, it just absolutely just like there's literally if something happened because like the money, if I check my bank account, the money was gone the moment that I originated the wire with my bank, even though it mm-hmm. wasn't technically going to get sent until the next day. And I'm like, if this money is gone then I don't get this house and I won't have a house for a long time because I've lost tens of thousands of dollars, which I do not accrue very quickly. I've been spending a very long time trying to save this money. So it was just pure terror. I had to call my bank. And then of course, like they put me on hold and then they're like, Oh yeah, it'll definitely be there by the end of the day. And I'm like, okay, so it was already sent and just like, hasn't like, they like haven't gotten it yet like what and they're like yeah yeah it'll be there by the end of the day they like filed stuff and i'm like cool and then literally 10 minutes later we get a call from the title company saying that they got it and i'm like i feel like when you said like when i called my bank and they said it was taken care of what they meant was it is being taken care of right now because you called or something Mm -hmm. so i'm like how does it so conveniently arrive 10 minutes after i called you on the phone but whatever it was basically like it was totally fine but getting a call during my work shift that like tens of thousands of dollars of mine were just nowhere to be found um was like i broke out in a cold sweat immediately that is so scary Um, yeah like your entire savings is like flashing before your eyes (laughs) yeah exactly and just like my mind racing of just like what could i is there any way that i could get this amount of money like borrowing from people like all everyone that i know that i borrow a small amount of money from and i'm like i'd literally never be able to pay anyone back so that's just not possible (laughs) um but then it was totally fine again seven out of ten but it was just like i there was basically like a 25 minute period where it wasn't figured out where i was just like in my own personal panic attack at work uh thinking about it and it was terrible that sounds horrible that definitely sounds horrible i'm really glad you're like in the house now and it's like worked itself out yeah so so many stressors are behind me now yeah exactly you're in the you're on the other side of it Mm -hmm. yeah which is good yeah Mm mm-hmm now I know you're wondering, do I have another review? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't. But I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, I really, really loved your recommendation of Beyonce's album. I feel like I might have already told you this on air, but guess what we were grooving to on our road trip down to the beach? Definitely, it was the full Renaissance album, start to finish. Yes. so good so fun the best mood mm-hmm. for driving like it was great we listened mm-hmm. to that let me try to think we did a tiny okay well this is getting a little weird here guys it's going to alienate some listeners i would like to review something <laughs> i would like to review cma fest 2022 okay now okay. If you don't know what this is, okay <laughs> this is a country music festival 
that took place in some giant arena, probably in the South, I assume. But Mm -hmm. it was suggested to us on Hulu. We watched the entire thing. For some reason, Adrian and I just like really enjoyed watching the full CMA Fest 2022. Listeners, I grew up listening to country music with my mom, who is also a listener. Hi, Mm -hmm. mom. Um, And so it's kind of like nostalgic for me. And it's like fun. And, you know, we're kind of like lighthearted about it like we're not taking it too seriously mm-hmm. like some of the performances included a song called drunk on a plane which is like like clearly you know what i mean it's kind of it's, it's fun it's fr- frivolous yeah. frivolous yes, that's fine that's fine you know what there's nothing there's there's nothing wrong with that you just gotta enjoy it live and your then, life own your truth own your country truth exactly exactly and then on the road trip down there to the beach adrian had the mm-hmm. genius idea of pulling up cma fest 2022 the playlist on spotify so we got to absolutely jam out to that. And can I just say, I'd like to review some country music real quick. I'm sure there's oh, please. 0% chance that anyone listening is a country fan. But Luke Combs, very fun. I really enjoy his work. Mm-hmm. Um, I would rate Luke Combs a 7 out of 10. And let's see who else. Carrie Underwood, great performer. Love her single Ghost Story. I'd rate Carrie Underwood an 8 out of 10. And those are my country music reviews. <laughs> I, I definitely <laughs> expected there to be more. Wait, let me think. Um, I can think of some more. I can think of some more. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, Lady A, formerly known as Lady Antebellum, um, not my fave. So maybe I'd rate her five. Uh, this, the song that goes quarter after one, I'm a little drunk and I need. It's just, it's been played too many times for so many years mm. now. I know. So I'm, I'm like, actually, I actually yeah. recognize that now. Like for years, like I recognize it from when I was driving in a car, like myself, and I haven't driven in like 10 years. <laughs> so it's crazy, but I would rate her at, or them like a three out of 10, not my fave. Let me think. There were some other performances. <sighs> Sorry, hold on. This is important to me now. Okay. Um, okay, whatever. Okay, L King, I think is her name, who does like X's and O's and some other fun. Oh, jams. yep, yep. She was one of the hosts of CMA Fest 2022, and she is bubbly. I love her personality. She's Do got you ever a great... feel like that song X's and O's? She says, "I'm the best." She says something about being like, "I'm the best baby, baby that that's ever you're see. ever gonna know." And I'm yeah. always, I'm always just like, and so then I spend the whole time I'm hearing that song in my mind, trying to think of how you would interpret it if it was just a baby singing it. <laughs> like, am I alone in that? You just got baby on the brain. This was this was prior. This was pre-babe. This is just it, it was, was just destiny how I... calling. <laughs> it was that song that made me want a baby. Actually, <laughs> I rate L King eight, uh seven out of ten. How would you mm, six? I would rate her to be honest with you guys six out of ten. Yeah, I think six out of ten is fair. Give I only I'm and that's basing it on entirely on that one song. That's the only yeah. one I know. Yeah. Um, the song "Drunk on a Plane." very funny to me i would rate it still a six out of ten because it's not my favorite but okay wait hold on i have one last country music review and this actually i meant to bring mm. up because this song to me is actually a 10 out of 10 and Ooh. i know you're like what the frick this is the 90s <laughs> classic. exactly like what the frick <laughs> you're so right this is the 90s classic song Heads Carolina, Tails California by Joe D. Messina. Oh, 
this is a really good jam guys and i realized it because there's like some guy who's covering it now whose version was on cma fest but it's not good you got to listen to the original mm-hmm. jody messina heads carolina tales california great song great for a road trip and this concludes my country music reviews all right well because you have done me the honor of listening to beyonce's album now multiple times and having listened to pump up the jam (laughs) after i recommended it i will also i will listen to that song you may have to tell me later what it is so that i actually remember but that is it'll be in my it'll be in my next playlist i'm always trying to add new songs to my playlists with sylvia to like keep us pumped up for while she's yelling at me Yay. Um, and speaking of which, uh, what time is it? I don't know. What time is it, Fran? It's time for the motherhood minute. Ooh. I like to try out different <laughs> ways of singing it or saying it. Just so I'm trying to feel it out still. I really wish I had more musical skills and could like actually do like some kind of like jam over here. But now mm, I'll insert mm. I'll insert a jam. Insert a jam. I mean, yeah, whatever. It's all it's all good. I'm also happy to just I I'll just try and <laughs> wing a new a new little riff that I'm singing every time. I wing a riff. I think that is a musical term. <laughs> I think that's what rock stars say. Um. Okay. Anyway, so I have a I have a couple little related things. Okay. So first, I want to rate a ten out of ten to Sylvia for the first two days that she woke up. Um, and I only say the first two days because on the third day I was at work in the morning when she woke up. So I don't know. Um, but waking up in our new house and just immediately saying, what's this? As the first thing she was like opening her eyes in the morning. What's this? What's that? What's this? Um, so cute. Again, those were her first words and she says it all the time. And, uh, yeah, she doesn't really know where we are, like recognizes like her stuff, but it just confused so it's been a lot of what's this what's that um and it's extremely cute for that to be the first thing she says in the morning i love that that's Ugh. really really cute yeah dude she's she's pretty cute five out of ten though five out of ten though is the fact that she is just in full koala mode because Aww. of like the big transition um just clinging to me at all times fully just needing to be attached to my body like a koala to a tree constantly (laughs) and it is on the one hand like you know it can be kind of cute but mostly it's just exhausting I'm tired I would like to be unpacking so that we can like have food and have cooking utensils and Mm -hmm. find toilet paper and I have to do all of that with one hand while I hold my 25 pound baby (laughs) in the other hand and if I try no. and set her down to like wash my hands or like do it because I'm like, oh, this box is really dirty or I need to wash this thing. She's just immediately screaming. It's not like she has her moments where she is um, just like playing by herself. But I would say it's like because of the transition of moving, it's really swayed where it's like most of the time she is just clinging to me. <laughs> um and less of the time is able to just kind of chill. So that has been extremely challenging. But that we're does working sound really it. hard. That sounds very hard. I wish I was there to like play with Sylvia and distract her. It was on our moving day. Um, we, my sister and her family came up. And so a couple of my nephews were here. And that was really helpful because she like loves to hang out with the other kids. So on actual moving day, 
she was fully preoccupied by my sister and my nephews and my dad who all came to help out, which was super, super nice. Um, and then it's just been in the days since that it's like, she's not having it. Yeah. It's tough being mm-hmm. in a new space. That sounds rough. Mm-hmm. Yep. Babies. They just don't, they just don't know. Doesn't know what's going on. That's true. They don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, do mm-hmm. I have any other reviews? I'm thinking. No, but I would I would love to do a TTCC TTCC corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For our new reviewers, this is where I talk about my infertility journey. Guys, we got to meet with our like official fertility doctor. So basically, we were, last month we saw a fertility doctor at our fertility clinic, and then we learned mm-hmm. that he was moving back to Israel, so he wasn't going to be our doctor anymore. Anyway, met the new lady. Mm-hmm. She seems cool. She's fine. She's located near my house. That's always convenient, and we are starting IUI, which is very exciting. Woo! Woo! We're starting in two weeks, unless I'm magically pregnant this cycle which keep your fingers crossed for me folks you never know um you never know um but that's exciting so anybody who has positive iui stories or experiences please hit my line as i say every up our email is mm-hmm. fran and emma pod at gmail.com positive stories mm-hmm. only I- folks Yes, I, I let that be true in general of like, do not email us any sort of horror stories, please, in general about anything. Yeah, for sure. Not in a space <laughs> for that. <laughs> not even like mildly negative of like, oh, it didn't work for me. Like, no, no Mm-mm. negativity. Um, speaking of that, though, but that's I very wanna... exciting. Yeah. So that's exciting. That was my TTCC update. I'll let you know how IUI goes. Um. But that reminded me that I wanted to shout out. Can we do a little mailbag corner? Oh, yeah. We can go to the mailbag. What do we got in there? We got our first ever email from a listener. Thank you, Hillary. Shout out, Hillary. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, shout out, Hillary. It was so yes, I actually, I actually wanted to um, read part of the email because I was really excited oh, about it. Yay. Um. So in our mailbag, so first of all, it was so great to hear from you, Hillary. But I also, she responded because we had talked about IRAs and the difference between a Roth and a traditional IRA. And she gave us a little rundown, a little information. I wanted to read it on air because the reviewers want to know. Yeah. So she clarified that basically with a Roth, with a Roth, wow, (laughs) I'm nailing this. Um, basically with a Roth, because you're taxed when you put the money in, you're not taxed on any of the interest earned. On the flip side, you'll earn more interest with a traditional because you're putting more in at the inception, but then it all gets taxed when you take it out. So if you have a long time until retirement, you go with the Roth, but if you're planning on retiring early and want to max your investment, you go with the traditional. Um, I thought that was very interesting. Oh, that was very interesting. Very helpful. Very interesting. And mm-hmm. I love learning more about financial literacy, guys. I am pumped on financial literacy. I just re- reserved a bunch of more books at the library, including Rich Dad, Poor Dad. If anyone out there has read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, let me know how it is. Is it worth reading? Have you read that, friend? Um, No, I have not read that. I don't know what that is. It's a financial literacy book. Fran, 
Um, <laughs> I would love to talk to you more um, after this short break. Can we take a break? Oh, yeah. Let's take a break. Fran, I really have to pee. <laughs> yeah, go. And I mean, that's a perfect place to put in our ad. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. okay go pee. Okay. Can I call you back? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we're back we're back is it any better oh yeah that's way better hell yeah okay weird I, okay weird right. okay anyway we're back guys we're back i hope and you enjoyed have... that 10 out of 10 ad yeah awesome <laughs> <laughs> really... yeah great well okay so yeah. to go back to i want to dig around a little bit more in the mailbag because mm-hmm. um we actually had a request also um, to review fall decor in August, a little bit yeah. early, not technically fall. Um, what are, what are, what's your hot take? What do you got? Okay. I have thoughts. I have thoughts guys, because mm-hmm. listen, on our way back from the, the shore, I stopped into a home goods. Okay. Which I can review separately. Home goods was a, an amazing experience. And the reason it was so exciting is because it was filled to the brim with fall decor and it was getting me so stoked okay fall decor i own right now is one pumpkin that like kind of holds candy (laughs) um shout out jared that was a wedding present present from our dear friend jared we love jared um and i also always buy a cinnamon broom anyway this is all to say i have limited fall decor and so seeing all of this fall decor in home goods was like getting me so pumped that being said i did purchase um what are they called kitchen towels and a matching kitchen kitchen towel and um what are they called to take out food from the oven oven mitt holder <laughs> yeah it was a matching kitchen towel and oven mitt set guys and the kitchen towel says welcome to our pumpkin patch and it has pumpkins on it and i literally like died when i saw it i was like i love this so much but you know what to get back to the actual question Mm-hmm. I decided I can't put it out yet. I'm going to put it out September 1st and not mm. a moment sooner because August is definitely summer. Okay, so this is this is my question for you, Emma, because when do you when do you start work again? Okay, great question. In um a week and a half. So, okay. end of August. Cuz I was going to say I do feel like people there's an association with fall in the beginning of the school year. It's true. S- Steven started this last week, so I'm like I wonder if for people who are associated with schools and start the school year earlier if that like affects it it's so hot out though it's really hard to get in the in the in the fall vibes when it's so warm okay i'm actually really glad that you clarified that because i did have the thought of i could put it up when i go back to work which is like a couple days before september 1st Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because that is acceptable to me yeah i do feel like september is like the more acceptable month for fall decor but if the school year in your area has begun i'm also willing to accept it we call it the fall semester for a reason you know even if it starts in august yeah and it's so funny because like summer is such a great time for me it's having like time off from work um but i'm like really looking forward to autumn how are you (laughs) feeling about fall um yeah i mean i love i love when it gets colder that's that's my jam i get um not to bring it down a little bit but basically like don't feel i 
climate change dude it just doesn't get cold mm. soon enough it doesn't rain enough california's on fire all the time so i feel like any seasonal enjoyment i have is really like now based on like is it fire season not enjoying it that much mm. is it not fire season great um yeah uh, yeah, yeah. zero out say... of ten to to that situation for sure and I will say that's something that I have enjoyed living on the East Coast is I do feel like I can experience the seasons a mm-hmm. lot more than when I was in California because yeah. there isn't really that much fall. Ever. Yes. I mean, and that is a thing as a, as a born, born and bred and raised and still live in California girl. That is a thing I have been told is that I don't understand what seasons are because I live here. And I mean, yeah. I've heard it from trustworthy sources, so I assume that they're nice. correct nice okay i have a question for you yeah so you're talking about your pumpkin your pumpkin decor yeah so when so you only put it out in the fall and then you store it well guess what so jared bought this for us for our wedding and <laughs> because of so the supply chain am i right people mm-hmm. the supply chain <laughs> actually mm-hmm. it actually got <laughs> delivered to us like two months ago so it has not we haven't experienced a season a fall mm. season with it but i'm really really excited too i'm gonna You're put it out for, i think all fall definitely use it for like thanksgiving on the thanksgiving table with like some relish in it that's like what it was pictured with it's like oh. a cute ceramic pumpkin nice. and um and then then probably tuck it away for december wow okay so let me let me this, this is interesting to me because I think, I don't, I think we've talked about this on the pod already, which was like, you have sort of your minimalist um, ideals and I have my maximalist ideals. Yeah. And so my way of being a maximalist in a small space is to not ever, never have anything you can't have out all the time. Mm. So like I have a million like art, art pieces around, like I have sculptures sculptures that are not child safe and i'm still figuring out where i can put them so that sylvia doesn't like kill herself on them so many paintings so many different things but like very like i own the only christmas stuff i own is stuff that like is mostly from my childhood that my mom has delivered to me in a box so like that's our christmas decorations now um and like yeah we definitely don't do anything for the fall I considered buying gourds last year. I like oh, got yeah. into the idea of gourds and gourds. Steven was like, absolutely not. So we didn't do gourds and I just like satisfied that urge by like eating acorn squash every fucking day so I could just have squash on my counter. <laughs> um, dude, I like acorn squash, kabocha squash, delicata squash. Give me all your winter squashes. They're so good. Um um, but anyway, <laughs> um, so it's just I'm just I'm I'm very interested in the idea that like you as a minimalist will still have a few choice seasonal items. Thank you for saying I feel like you know me so well. And like it really is a conflicting impulse within me. Like home goods mm-hmm. is definitely the opposite of, of minimalism. Like it's like mm. totally like maximalist, like cheap, like mm-hmm. buy all this crap. But no, I truly in my core very much idealize the like woman who has a family who like decorates for each season like that I will watch people on YouTube just like decorate their house for fall decorate their house for Christmas and they always have like kids this goes back to my like desire for a family people Mm -hmm. and like it's just so wholesome and so like beautiful and it's just what I want so but anyway but I don't really 
own that much decor. I mean, I still keep it minimal for fall. Like I said, I got the one ceramic mm-hmm. pumpkin. I right. buy a new cinnamon broom from Trader Joe's and then I buy like mini pumpkins, like real pumpkins and put those out. And like for Christmas, I would mm-hmm. love to own more Christmas stuff. I think when we move into a bigger space, I would love more Christmas decor. But yeah, I just got a few choice items. All right. Plus the well, tree. I love I love to hear the little ways that you're spicing up your life. I would like to say that the idea of decorating for each season sounds more to me like my personal hell, but I love that that is your fantasy. Dude, and this is also like how I was raised, I feel like is at least I remember my mom and fuzzy like always really going big for Easter, like truly putting like eggs like all over like our tree mm-hmm. in the front yard and like definitely decorating for Easter. And mm-hmm. like that's my ideal too. Like I just love seasonal decor. Like it's so <laughs> nice. It's so yeah. fun. You know, I think it's something that I had a lot of disdain for for a long time. And now I'm realizing that I can do it in sort of small amounts in a way that actually feels like enjoyable to me. Like we've only started having a Christmas tree. We've gotten a Christmas tree the last two years only like wow. we've never steve and i've never done that before um why and it was just like it? sorry i don't interrupt wait why why did why did i have to st- well for me yeah. i wasn't against the christmas tree but we lived in a like up until two years ago we were living in a studio so mm-hmm. it was like well if we're gonna put a christmas tree in here like well i guess we can just like put it on our table that we have to eat at because like yeah. we have literally no space for it and I think Steven is more disdainful of holiday anything um but then basically both of us are just won over by like the smell of a Christmas tree is like yeah. so wonderful so we did have to bring one in and like because we moved two years ago into what felt like the luxurious space of a one-bedroom apartment um, we were like, okay, I can b- go to Lowe's and buy a like, you know, 30, no, not a maybe 36 inch tall uh, Christmas tree and be satisfied with that. Um, nice. I mean, now that we have a house, it was, it was really funny. My friend uh, came over and she was talking about how she was looking at like, we have some big windows. She was saying, it will be so nice. You can put like a big Christmas tree there for Christmas. And it's so funny to me because that just isn't where my mind goes because it's like yeah the the christmas decor is just not a big it's not it doesn't doesn't loom large for me that's so funny it looms so large like i think i might have told you this but we're not when we were making like our our wedding registry which was so fun 10 out of 10 recommend doing that Mm -hmm. um every time i would see like a beautiful plate with like little snowmen or happy children in the snow and like like I would see all these Christmas dishes mm-hmm. and just be like I would literally put it on my registry and then like delete it a couple days later when I came to my senses but like, <laughs> I, just, I love the idea of having Christmas dishes do I own any no but someday when I have the space for them definitely having Christmas dishes all right I love and that like I fuzzy love that for you. fuzzy has totally has like sets of christmas dishes christmas mm-hmm. mugs christmas like tompton's christmas everything mm-hmm. yeah I love that. no there is there is a magic in sort of bringing out like the special plates for a special occasion and things yeah. like that if they're christmasy that's great i think it's for me it's definitely a thing that i like i enjoy experiencing other people going hard on holidays and i like getting to like step in and then come to my house that has like maybe a wreath in it and then, like, that's it. Nice. You can kind of move in and out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, very interesting. I'm sure we'll have we'll be getting, I'm sure, more into this as the holiday season commences. Definitely. Um, 
Well, okay. I wanted to, just really quick. Could you just um? Could you just sing with me for a second? Oh just yeah. Just a little. C, C is for the way clean with, with me. me. Okay, I think yeah. we just cut it there. I think okay. we just cut it. There. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Um. So speaking of homemaking, I want to just really quick rate the humble dustpan. 10 out of 10. Or actually, you know what? Scratch that. Fucking 8 out of 10. Because I've used some really <laughs> shitty dustpans actually work really badly. But even the worst dustpan works so much better than a piece of thin cardboard, cardboard, which is what I have been using in our house to sweep the dirty floors because I left my dustpan, my actual dustpan, in my apartment. Um, Girl. We, yeah. I want to tell and you something. It, what? Never in my life have I owned a dustpan. I've never touched a dustpan. I've never seen a dustpan. I've never had a dustpan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't own a broom, right? I feel like we've I don't own you. a broom. We have a Swiffer and you, you have a vacuum. You could just vacuum up the dust, right? Our, the, the vacuum, no, no. No, first, it, first of all, it depends on what kind of vacuum you have. Some vacuums are better at this. Some vacuums are not. Some vacuums will scratch your wood floors. Some vacuums are really good with that. But sweeping is also just, like, really convenient. It's really easy to just, like, pick up and put down. It doesn't freak Sylvia out. I can do it while she's napping because it's quiet. Um, there are a lot of reasons I think sweeping is actually great. I'd be interested. I need to, like, I want to, I need to research this of, like, why no, me anyone too. would own a, own a broom. Because I'm like, wait, so am anti. I really abnormal? Because I'm, like... You talk about sweeping a lot, and I'm like, do people sweep? We need to hear from the listeners. Do you sweep? <laughs> do you sweep? Yes. Let us know. Send us an email again. Fran Other than a pod at Gmail. Yeah, Swiffer definitely count. the Swiffer. Swiffer doesn't, doesn't count. count. Okay. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Swiffer doesn't fucking count. Everyone, <laughs> if it has a disposable end, it doesn't count. I'm talking about a real ass broom. Could be straw. Could be plastic. Whatever. But like, <laughs> if this is a thing that a witch would ride, witches don't ride Swiffers um oh my gosh you're anyways, so old timey this <laughs> it's a normal thing i use a broom at work i've used a broom at every job <laughs> everyone uses brooms <laughs> okay anyways a broom i would rate also seven out of ten because some of them are bad and some of them are good <laughs> but really useful again quieter during sylvia's naps in a vacuum but yeah so i just wanted to yeah the dustpan dustpan seven out of ten um, but I would also like to, while we're in the sort of cleaning section and related to the dustpan, review just dust, which is a zero out of ten. Yeah. Dust I, why is there so much of it? It's so hard to, like, get to in certain places. And, yeah. Again. Yes. And then when I finally go to clean it, because I've waited for so long to, like, actually, like, get under the bed and in all the gross corners that are filled with dust. Mm-hmm. But then I'm just having horrible allergies for, like, three days because I, like... It's all in the air. It's just terrible, huge mess, and it's just infinite, infinite dust. Yeah, that is bad. That yeah, is bad. zero out of ten. Damn, I really love when we have a cleaning corner. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have, Do you have anything besides your hatred I, of brooms? <laughs> I have nothing for cleaning quarter, but I do have another separate review that I was reminded of during the break. Oh, please! I would like to review the 1988 movie the vanishing oh okay you'll find it on the criterion channel guys that's right it's a classic movie wow film buffs love it (laughs) i'm told i don't know okay um basically how i found out about it is i saw a tiktok that said 
that Stanley Kubrick says the scariest movie is The Vanishing. And I was mm. like, well, I'm interested. Um, and it's really good, guys. I rate The Vanishing a 8 out of 10. It is definitely, 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 definitely not the scariest movie of all time. It's not that scary at all. There's one scary scene that I will not ruin for anyone. But um, besides that, it's like not that scary at all. But it's really interesting. It's about a woman who like um, disappears. You know, that's why it's called mm. The Vanishing. Mm. And it's Dutch. It's partly in French as well because it takes place like in France. Um and it's very intriguing, and I recommend Wait, is it. Wait, so is it like a mystery trying to figure out why she disappeared, who's looking for her? So it's very uniquely constructed, because basically from the title, you know what's going to happen. And the action of her, like, going missing happens in, like, the first 15, maybe 10 minutes of the film. So, like, mm. right away, you know um, that she's gone. And then it totally straightforwardly, like, shows you the person that took her sorry this is I'm, I'm, it's not a spoiler it happens in the first like bit of mm-hmm. the movie mm-hmm. um and then kind of follows him the like abductor and like goes into his psychology which is mm. really, really interesting um and then i won't spoil the, the like second half of it because i don't want to spoil yeah. it for anybody but it gets real interesting interesting yeah. sounds good if you like scary ish movies but you're, it's not like nothing's gonna jump out at you and like make your heart race mm-hmm. more of a psychological thriller you know what i'm saying oh oh we love that we love that <laughs> you know what really psychologically gives me thrills and by thrills i mean terrors what knowing the aqi slash having poison air which was something mm. else i put on to review <laughs> um because the day after we moved i got like a alert like a nixel alert or something about the air quality and air quality warning that would be unhealthy for certain groups. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I'm just like tracking it all day and just like, I mean, it is good to know because it's like, Oh, there's high levels of ozone in the air today because of smog and the weather and the blah and the fires. Um, So like you want to stay indoors. I went and got, I had left my, our air filters are still in our old apartment. So I like ran over and picked them up so I could filter, filter all our air all day. Um, which honestly, it's like I do not change the filters enough, and I do feel like it's just sort of the it like helps calm my anxiety. I have no idea. It's probably doing something, but like it's more for my anxiety to be able to sit next to an air filter rather than it actually functioning. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would rate be having to be aware of the AQI um, like a six out of ten because you know it is good to mm-hmm. take action, Hi. but sometimes you still gotta like. Well, I mean, it's good to know. It's always good to have knowledge rather yeah. than to live in ignorance. But also, it's terrible, and I hate to learn about it. But I'll, I do have to remind myself, I'm very fortunate to live in the Bay Area where we have, like, very good air quality most of the time. Nice. Um, because here's a, a little fun fact about the geography of California, which is the Bay likes to create a lot of pollution. I mean, it likes to, like all big cities and urban areas do. And then because it's in this beautiful Bay, the ocean breeze just push pushes it, pushes it all right into the central Valley who then, oh, wow. are all, yeah, who are, all, you know, the people there are already suffering from the overuse of pesticides. And then they get to enjoy all that Bay area smog. And they're suffering from having to live in the central Valley. Mm -hmm. that sucks that sucks on its own sorry my family lives there shout out to my family (laughs) if you're listening shout out to fresno (laughs) shout out to fresno (laughs) 
yep. Yeah, little little environmental facts for everybody. Yeah. Um, so I actually want to know, like, how, when you're saying AQI, like, does it get worse than moderate? Because I've only, that's as bad as I have seen it get. Oh, yeah, baby. Um, yeah, so unhealthy for certain groups is the level after moderate. Oh, okay. um, so when you're like above 100. So that's what I was giving the warning of. Although where I live, cause I'm on like, it's a Solano County alert. I love, okay, 10 out of 10 to the website Purple Air. Um, that has a bunch of different sensors so you can like and it ha- it's a map basically and so you can see anyone like because it's basically like people can buy sensors through them so they can test the air quality in their area so it's like I can see all like 40 air sensors in Vallejo to see how the air quality is different place to place um, <laughs> so shout out to purple air 10 out of 10 send me a free air sensor because they're like hundreds of dollars so I'm not gonna get one um, but uh so Vallejo was pretty good. It was like, I think under 80 all day. So it was just in sort of the high, uh, starting to get into the higher end of moderate. It might've gotten up to the nineties, but then didn't actually get into the unhealthy for certain groups. But when there were like, when there have been close by fires to different places where I've lived, I've had it be, I think the worst it's been in an area where I've been is like 256 or like 250, which is like, really bad <laughs> like you should mm. not go outside bad yeah so scary because yeah. like i don't know are you familiar with like the color coding where it's like it's green when it's good it's yellow yeah. when it's moderate this yeah. is like where it's that's like where you're starting to get into like the red purple zone it's, mm. it's not a pretty picture no good mm-mm, mm-mm. nope hmm. well yeah. should we do any more reviews um close? Well, to end on a slightly more positive note than talking about air quality, yeah, um, I have one more humble review, which will sort of close out my moving reviews, Okay. Um, which is I would like to review the can opener. A can Ooh. opener, <laughs> I would say 9 out of 10 to can openers because yeah. sometimes they're really hard to like use, which is really annoying and like hurts my thumb if they don't like turn properly. But a can opener is a pretty singular device. Like, I know they make those little puncturing things you can do on your Swiss Army knife and, like, pretend to be fucking cowboy with your can of beans trying to, like, puncture your can to open it. Fuck that. Um, (laughs) That's really your only alternative to an actual, like, to a can opener. Yeah. Um, Steven and I were planning on having canned beans with our, like, we had, like, guacamole and salsa and chips. We're going to have beans and cheese for dinner on Monday night. And I could not find my can opener. It was in none of the boxes that I had moved. Could not find it anywhere. And I was like, wow, this is like a tool. I need to open this can. And I have a million sharp implements in my home. And none of them will open this can because none of them are a can opener. A can opener, singular, perfect for its job. Serves no other Mm -hmm. purpose. But it can really, it can really do what it does right. I hope. I hope to be like a can opener someday, you know, like I can't do everything, but if I can do one thing really well, I feel like I've succeeded. I love that. You telling me the story I have, we have two can openers and I've been like wanting to declutter one of them for so mm-hmm. long. And I think I'm going to give it to my little brother, but anyway, but then you like told me this can opener story. I'm like, maybe I need two. No. Well, this is, you don't need to because you know what we did? We didn't, Oh, first of all, I did find my can opener today in my old apartment when I went to go pick up some plants that I'd left there. There was a single box I had left in the kitchen and of course the can opener was in it. Nice. Um, 
But to solve our problem on Monday night when I couldn't find the can opener, I went over to the neighbor's house and I was like, can I borrow your can opener? And they said, yes, just put it in my mailbox when you're done. Ran home, opened the can, rinsed it off, put it back in their mailbox. Everybody pretty much has a can opener. It is a really easy thing to borrow from someone. So if you do ever find yourself without a can opener in your home because you've moved in this really specific scenario, (laughs) ask a neighbor. Ask a neighbor. Make a friend. Make a friend with your elderly neighbor who's so sweet and watching her great-grandson at the time. So cute. You're really living into your value of community, and I love to see that in you. Dude, I'm trying. I'm trying. One can opener at a time. One borrowed can <laughs> opener at a time. All righty, guys. This has been our show. This has been the show. This has been the reviews and the review crew. <laughs> yeah. Give us a give us a review ourselves. From, yeah. <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> review Spotify. rate and subscribe everybody review or rate Apple and subscribe mm-hmm. yeah or be like Hillary and write us an email and we will definitely read your stuff on air our email is fran and emma pod at gmail.com I feel like we're really making up for lost time because I think we've mentioned <laughs> it like three or four times this episode. I really want more <laughs> I actually I put it in I think I did after uh, Hillary's email put it in the description to the podcast so i'm assuming it updates everywhere when i update it on anchor nice um so hopefully hopefully we get more of that we love to hear from you reviewers we love you guys you're all perfect tens yes especially you out there in europe let us know what's up how'd you hear about the pod how'd you find the pod Mm -hmm. what's up (laughs) yeah i also a special shout out to the over 65 group i think there's two people which i'm pretty sure i realized our parents well, I'm pretty sure it's my parents are not over 65 yet. Wait, um, I'm like, are mine? But I think it's over 60. I thought it was 60. Oh, maybe. Maybe it was. I don't know. But I did find out today that shout out to Jim and Quint. <gasps> uh, my uncles, they're listening. And yeah. not only did they were they so excited to learn about this podcast that we're doing, but also it was the first time that Jim had even heard of a podcast. He didn't know what a <gasps> podcast was before this. And that is the greatest thing I've ever heard. 10 out of 10. I love that. They are that. so great. That's awesome. They wow. truly are. It's such And honestly, talk about talking about Christmas decoration. They those two go out on the Christmas decor more than anyone else I've ever met or seen in my life and honestly i feel like that's why i don't feel the need to do it because i can just go into their beautiful home that's the a christmas wonderland and i can just <laughs> soak it all in for the season and then i go home it's great that is magical yeah and on that magical note i would like to say good night to you my beautiful co-host 10 out of 10 Alrighty. good night good night <laughs> to sylvia in the background and steven too oh yeah good night to adrian <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>